This one pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in this discussion. Weird that it did that. Yeah, I did that here actually. Apparently, like I was cleaning, green pants. I was cleaning your countertop. Green pants plus bleach equals orange. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna see if I could get like a, a green permanent marker, make like a few dots. And or you could bleach spread. the entire rest of the pants. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So uh, we're done. Yeah. Like this is it. Yep. Like uh, let's just get the intro right out of the way. This see is the Mystic later. Pizza Minute. This is Mystic Pizza Minute. Or Bye. this was. Yeah. Uh, so this is a podcast in which we went through the entirety of the 1988 Julia Roberts vehicle, Mystic Pizza, Mystic Pizza. one minute at a time, having never seen it before. Uh-huh. All of this info is out of date now, because we've seen it. Yeah, we just watched it, the whole thing, actually. Yeah. How, how, like, was this your first time seeing it all at once? Like, uh, yeah, probably from beginning to end, this was my first time ever seeing Mystic Pizza all at once. So what did you think of it? I think it was a, a historic event. Yeah, uh, you know, carve it on my gravestone. Moves a lot faster, huh? Yeah, it definitely moved a lot faster. I liked it. I like Mystic Pizza. You know what makes it even move faster than than how fast it moved here? Watch it with someone who hasn't seen it before, just like mm-hmm. as a regular movie. You know, yeah. with them just you know taking it all in, not knowing what's coming. Right, right. It goes real fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I noticed. Uh, I noticed this uh, time around. Uh, you know, when it wasn't in its minute by minute form, that there is a rape scene. In Mystic Pizza. Oh, <laughs> I didn't which, know this which before, scene would that be? But it was the scene where Tim Travers takes uh, a 17-year-old girl up to a spooky attic <laughs> in a house that isn't and even built yet. grabs her by the sweater. And grabs her by the sweater and just plants a big wet one on her face. Yeah, no, it's pretty messed up, like, the time we're doing that. <laughs> I, was like, I was watching it this time around, and I was like, ooh, is this a rape scene? <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't like, you know... <laughs> sounds like you were a little titillated. I was like, it. yeah, here comes the rape scene. Ugh. All right, anyway, let's just move on from that topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. This was also your first time seeing it since we went to Mystic, right? Uh, yeah. By the way, real fast, David Holford here. That's John Windsor. Hi. Uh, you you should know that by now. Yeah. Yeah, this um, is episode 104, right? Yeah, and so we're just kind of doing credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we watched the credits once. There wasn't a lot to it. I there mean... Was, there was a woman lobster. We laughed over a couple names. There was a guy named Guy Moon... Guy Moon was in it. Uh, there was a woman lobster played by Inalip Son- Sonic Sonicson. Yeah, it's a weird looking word written out. Inalip Sonicson. She played woman lobster. What do you think woman lobster was? I was trying to think back of who, who where the woman lobster was in Mystic Pizza. Maybe uh-huh. it was like her mom's like partner. Uh-huh. Like the person to the right of her. It'd be funny if there was just a, a lobster woman who had like, you know, lobster claw hands, but mm-hmm. they just shot her from like the, you know, shoulders up. Yeah, so maybe she's no in, idea. like, a deleted scene. There's, mm-hmm. like, a woman lobster scene. Yeah. And uh, they have to fight, like, a big woman lobster. Another thing I noticed is uh, there's a stunt double in this movie uh-huh. and a stunt driver. Right. Which got me wondering, like... Were they the same person? Uh, no, there was two different ones. Yeah. Stunt driver, stunt double. Okay. What scene would have required a stunt double? 
Uh, well, I know the stunt driver would have been used for the truck scene where she spills the fish in the Where Porsche. she backs it up and, like, barely yeah. comes super close to touching it. Daisy spills the fish in the Porsche. So that required a stunt driver, probably. Mm-hmm. A stunt double, though. Uh, Does anyone get shoved or anything? I'm trying to think. I don't know. Maybe um, when uh, Daisy takes a swing at Charlie... Maybe the stunt double was the Maybe. guy who blocked the shot. So this was probably all in that one scene because that was like the most action-packed scene. Maybe it was the, the drinking with darts. Drinking you know? with darts. Eh. I actually noticed this time around that uh, Charlie wasn't actually throwing those darts. He was like acting like he was and then he like would take his hand away real quick. But I noticed in the one scene that he still had a dart in his hand. Really? Yep. No, I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd think I would notice that the first time since we watched it like eight times through that minute. <laughs> but no, I noticed it the last time around. So, uh, anyway, like, this episode probably, since the credits are kind of self-explanatory, mm-hmm. you could probably look those up online, uh, I guess really what we should be doing is just having a conversation about the movie. Right. You know? Um, and, like, what does this movie mean? Is it still relevant in 2018? Mm-hmm. You know? I think this movie is kind of relevant again, I would say. Yeah, how so? Uh, I don't know. We've done, like, a kind of, like, a full circle Back to like 1988, you mm-hmm. know. I think you can, uh, you know, 2018 and 1988, not all that like different. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I, uh, Donald Trump's a real big figure, and like we're doing our hair all weird again. Yeah, absolutely. It's and, very uh, 1980s all of a sudden. So uh, yeah, I was thinking like um, of like who these three girls are in Mystic Pizza, and like uh, you know, would I be able to like hang out with these people if I knew them? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I could totally hang with, uh, Cat Daisy and JoJo. Yeah, all three of them? Yeah, all, all three of them. Well, you know, they're, like, a crew, you know. Yeah, you'd just go hang out with that crew. Yeah, like, I think my crew would mix well with their crew. Now, your house was kind of, like, a crew central place, because you had all Hobbs Coffee people, I do like, have. working there. Is all that still Hobbs the case? Co- that is still the case. Like, how many people in your house work at Hobbs Coffee right um, now? Um, right now... Isn't it just one? Yeah, it's just one right now, but another one is, like closely affiliated so you're like on the peripheral of their like weird romantic comedy about Hobbs coffee yeah yeah you know i'll probably i don't know i don't see myself going to Hobbs coffee anytime soon maybe i'll like end up one there one day to like move boxes or something yeah like somebody will rope <laughs> me into that like hey you want to help me move boxes and then boom we're at Hobbs coffee so uh me personally i think that this movie you know it's not exactly a great like landmark of cinema or anything like that but uh-huh. It's a nice movie. Yeah. yeah. It <laughs> it's like a nice little movie that I think kind of goes against the trend of like what movies were at the time and even today to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. It's a little slice of lifey. Yeah. And so back then, I think that this movie had fans of it just because people saw themselves on the screen in a way that they weren't usually portrayed before. Mm-hmm. You know, because this movie is concerned with like, especially like female concerns like yeah. in a way that a lot of movies even today still aren't. You know? Right. Like, uh, see the Bechtel test and stuff. Like, that's still a problem that we're dealing with in cinema today. Mm-hmm. Although, I, I would assume this movie passes the Bechtel test. Although, doesn't that exclude conversations that are about men? Um, I so guess. I don't know. I don't know, like, guidelines <laughs> for the Bechtel It'd test. It'd be funny if this didn't uh, pass the Bechtel test. All right. <laughs> so, should have uh, asked the Bechtel cast. Come on and... Uh, is there a Bechtel cast? There is, sure a, Bechtel there cast. is a Bechtel cast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Loftus is the uh, the the host. We should um, we should suggest they do Mystic Pizza one day. I don't know if they have, actually. Mm. It'd be cool if they have. So uh, Missed opportunity. But nowadays, I think in 2018, I think the value of this movie primarily is a time capsule kind of thing. Uh-huh. 
um, because it really does capture... It's a little bit timeless, but I think that's what's important about it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a super 1980s movie, no. in a way. Like, it's just a movie about people, and people basically stay the same, you know? Like, whatever the political environment or the economic situation... Mm-hmm. There's always love, and there's laughter, and there's food. Yeah, you, know? you kind of get the sense that Mystic is uh, a little bit in, like, a bubble. Yeah, you even know, the day. There is a world out there that, like, you know, looks all Ninja Turtles. And stuff <laughs> like that, you know? like yeah, people Ninja wearing, Turtles like, is happening. Like, yeah, Ninja Turtles is happening at this time. Away. Yeah, And there's, like, a city out there where, like, people have, like, pink mohawks and all that stuff. But you don't really see that in Mystic Pizza. The foot is just r- running rampant. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah, same universe and everything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, you don't see the, a lot of, like, a lot of these people are just, like, townies, like, suburban kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you don't see, like, very, like, many cliques going on. I'm not sure if I would call this a suburb. This is more of just a town. Yeah. Know? Um. Yeah, because what are they a suburb too? I guess? Right, like, of New Haven, yeah. you know, I guess? Yeah. But, like, uh, I just said that weird, you know, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess it's important because there was a lot of different actors. Like, what did Ebert say about it again? Um, it was... Full of the stars of tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, he basically predicted that a lot of these people were going to become famous. Yeah, producer Steve just sent future. us a, a tweet from Vincent D'Onofrio earlier where it looked like he was uh, reading over a script for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm-hmm. So I guess he's going to be in that. Has he been in the Marvel Universe? Mm, in the TV shows. he's. Uh, oh, sure, yeah. He's Kingpin. Oh, yeah, huh. So I guess that's his... But, I mean, those are a separate things. Yeah, those are separate things. I, th- I think if he's going to be in any of the, the MCU, it would be as somebody else other than Kingpin. Right. It would be weird if he was. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, if he just came in as Kingpin in, yeah. uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like For Kingpin like in second. space. Yeah, that'd be great. He's like on a gangster ship that would of some sort. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they would handle it well. Mm-hmm. If if they decided to put Kingpin in that movie, I'm sure they'd have good reason. Yeah. So, uh... What if uh, the next Guardians comes out and just it's like the very first, like, really shitty one? Everybody's just like, ooh, boo. I mean... <laughs> we can't watch I any of those anymore. Yeah. I mean, I like the second one, but I could see that shtick getting old pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But let's not talk about Marvel movies. If yeah. I have one regret about this podcast, it's that we spent too much time talking about Marvel movies. Well, you know, we, we're talking about the hot topics. This, Marvel movies are what's happening. Well, what's, what's happening? You know what else is a hot topic? Welcome to Marwin. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Ah, can we not? <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> I did make that really funny Facebook group. You can uh, all link to it, you know, on the, you know, the the Lobster Emporium. Yeah, we'll throw up a link on the Lobster Emporium. I think I, I linked it to the Lobster Emporium. My, uh, yeah, my Welcome Marwin page. I, I hate what's going on right it's now. It's the upcoming Steve Carell, Robert Zemeckis film. Uh, it just looks awful. Uh, yeah, it's about that artist who, like, he was, like, assaulted, and then he, like, wound up taking all these photos of this, like, model World War II city that he built in his backyard. Right. Like, it's a real-life tale, pretty inspirational. I think there was a good documentary about there it. There was. There was a very good documentary about it. And now Robert Zemeckis probably saw that documentary and was like, how can I turn this into a screwball cartoon comedy? Yeah. And then he did. It looks like Small soldiers Oh, and I don't even think they're allowed to use the actual name of the place. Like, did you notice that, too? Like, Marwin isn't really the name of the place. What's the actual it's name? It's Marwin Cole with a C-O-L at the end. Maybe they just decided to shorten it. Maybe, or maybe they just didn't get permission from the guy who... I assume they have permission. Has, like, rights to it. If, that, if they do not have permission, then that guy 
He's just going to spend the rest of his life suing them. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, like, you know, a little bit unhinged of a person, too, you know, like... Uh, he's got time on his hands. Yeah. Like, he's got enough true. time to photograph this model city. I, I guess I shouldn't call him an unhinged person. He's probably perfectly normal now. But, yeah, he had this thing happen to him, and, you know, it made him kind of, like, a weirdo in the eyes of, like, some people. Uh-huh. And now Robert Zemeckis is throwing it up on, like, a big Hollywood screen. Uh-huh. And, ah, that, like, what if that guy it's kills a, himself? It's like a Steve Carell movie now. <laughs> yeah. What if that guy's very, like, genuinely upset? What if he has to be hospitalized? <laughs> uh, fuck you, Robert Zemeckis. Um, Don't mess with people like that. So, uh, I, I kind of asked before, but I think I cut off my own question. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching it now, after we saw Mystic in person, mm-hmm. was there any thoughts about just, like, this town and, like, how it was portrayed back then? Oh, yeah. I kept on uh, noticing, like... Uh, yeah, places we walk by and stuff like that. Like, uh, the Barboza household, like, all those houses look uh, pretty relatively the same. Yeah, like, yeah. That just straight up looked like how it looked when we drove Well, that's kind of road. on the outskirts of town. I mean, that's in uh-huh. Stonington, I think, technically. Do you think, uh, like Tim Travers was saying in this movie, do you think there's, like, an ordinance, you know, that you have to... If you're, if you're like, one of the prominent households on the... Uh, like I think the there might be ordinances, but I think that if there was an incentive to, like, knock those houses down and build condos, right. that ordinance would go right out the window. Yeah, yeah, you nobody's know? gotten to it yet. So, but one area that I noticed was the area immediately surrounding the bridge, the mm-hmm. Mystic uh, drawbridge, it's very, very different looking in uh, current day Mystic than well, it was. It's a lot more crowded. Yeah, like, like, so all the old buildings that are da- there were torn down and new, like, more dense ones were put up in its place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know. What's a, Compare what that street is like. Uh, it's like a uh, seaport tourist town. Well, no, I was going to say it's like it's like 69th Street if it was nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those kind of, of streets. Right. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't make it up towards, like, you know, the New England way all that often. That Nearly been, enough. That might have been my first time, like, I've been uh, I've been above New York, like, I've been to, like, Buffalo. Uh-huh. And, but I've never been, like, up into the right... I think north, that was the furthest north I've ever been. Yeah. Like, um, I'd have to think about it, but I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. So I have, like, really nothing to compare it to. I, I, I've been comparing it in my mind to, like, uh, uh, where Casper took place. Uh like, uh, Casper could have taken place around Mystic Oh, man, you somewhere. know what I saw today? I was looking at some or, uh, photos. Or Dennis the Menace. I was looking at some photos of the child concentration camps that we currently have. Oh, yeah. Uh, and in one of them, they had this television that was, like, hanging up near the ceiling on one of these chain-link fence walls. Right. And it was, like, a kid just kind of standing in the middle of this concrete room staring up at the TV. And you know what was on that TV? What? Casper. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. So it can't be that bad. They've got Casper. They've got Casper. So... Casper is a very good movie. I think I talk about it a lot in this podcast. You talk about it a lot in general. I think. <laughs> like I've definitely I, heard. I grew you up on some Casper. Expand oh, man. on. Did you know Casper has legs? Did you know Casper has legs, you know Casper has legs now? Uh, now? Yeah. Did he not used to? No, he had like a you know a ghost body kind yeah. of just tapered I off. I thought he could nothing. like uh, you know change between the two. Like if he was flying, it was would be ghost it? body. Oh, yeah? If he was walking, it would be legs. I just happened to catch some sort of, like, direct... He can DVD. turn into, like, scrambled eggs if he wants to. <laughs> can he transform? So, I'm pretty sure he can grow some legs. Yeah. Can people see Casper? Like, what's the deal with that? If he wants to be seen, he can be seen. Is that part of the song or something? No, but there's a part <laughs> in Casper where he, like, goes invisible. Yeah. And, like, you can see, like, his outline or something, but mm-hmm. you can tell he's trying to be invisible. And then, yeah, when he wants to be seen, he turns, like, white. Uh-huh. So, uh... More on that? Yeah. 
Oh, Ask me minute. more about Casper. Casper minute. But uh, anyway, uh, so Speaking do you want to pick out who uh, won this movie? Maybe. Uh yeah, I was thinking a lot about who won this movie, and um, this is not a official count of. Yeah, like, this our... isn't a tally of uh, you know who won all those minutes. Yeah, but, this is uh, just its own thing. Mystic Pizza, I, I figured out, is like a movie about like every character in Mystic Pizza screws up really badly in some yeah, way. Yeah, and then you know? they come back from it. Like I wrote down that uh, it was not cool of Daisy to put fish in Charlie's Porsche. No, that was really, she like destroyed that car. Basically. Yeah, this time around she was like, she really had no grounds to do that. Like even if what she thought was happening was happening. Well, mm, it was a I mean, little extreme. I, okay, let's say that if she, what she thought was happening was happening, uh-huh. then that would, you know, the relationship's over, and at least you're ending, you know, on the high ground, essentially. Yeah. You're like, well, don't worry about it, because I fucked him over. Yeah. I, like, destroyed his car. Yeah, yeah. She did destroy Like, that would be a Porsche. great story. Yeah, you can destroy it. You know, fuck a rich person if you want to. But, um... Yeah, eat yeah, them. She just, yeah, eat them. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it was really unfair of Bill to call JoJo a nympho on the side of his boat. That's where Bill really fucked up. Yeah. So Daisy really fucked up with the fish. Bill really fucked up with the nympho boat. I think uh, Bill... JoJo uh, really fucked up by uh, stealing Bill's truck. Bill and JoJo, like, this time watching it, I kind of realized how dysfunctional their relationship is. Yeah. Like, it's maybe not a super healthy relationship. Like, they both seem in it for, like, even if they find somewhat common ground at the end. Yeah. They're a know. little bit like the uh, the couple from uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Uh-huh. You know, how they, like, get back together in the end, and they were, like, fighting the whole time, but they had that dance-off, and, you know, they're, like, it goes to, like, three months later, and they're still together. Like, uh, they have kind of a JoJo and Bill sort of thing going on. So you on. think like, three what months are... later they're still going to be together? <laughs> well, they did just get married, JoJo and Bill, but who knows? Three months later, JoJo and Bill could be broken up because they're just that kind of person. Like, I would love to see these characters now, and they've just been divorced for, like, 20 years, yeah. and, like, Bill's all super Republican. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> that marriage? Like, wow, that was, like, four marriages ago. Yeah. That lasted, like, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, no, I wrote down that all these characters fucked up, like, really badly in some way, except for, uh, Leona. Leona doesn't fuck up once in Mystic Pizza. No, she's got her shit down. She's, like, she a grown-up. She holds it down. Yeah, she's, like, the wise old woman. Uh-huh. And, uh, I'm going to say Leona wins Mystic Pizza. Because she has daughters at the end. And she yeah. has somebody to take over her business. And uh-huh. she, like, does the right thing. I can sort of see Gives that. Gives them all money. Holds down a good business. Okay, okay. I kind of like that. But, l- like, let's pick winners. Holds that secret, you know? Like, she never tells them the secret. Well, presumably, eventually. And that's the last line of the, uh, the last line of Mystic Pizza is Leona winning. Because it's JoJo saying, what the hell's in that pizza? Yeah, that's or a good what, point. what the hell's in that recipe? Well, I'd like to pick out winners from the, the two trios also. So the trio of female leads and the trio of male leads. Okay, yeah, you can do that. So for the male leads, um, I think it's got to be Charlie, I think. Mm-hmm. L- like, because, like, Bill, like I was just saying, it's a slightly dysfunctional relationship. He kind of, I don't think it's going to, like, work out the way that they hope, kind of. Because like Joe and Bill? Like, you already see signs of it. Like, his you mother. the same for Cat and, uh, or no, for, uh. Daisy and Charlie, though, too. Yeah, but, like, what have they lost, you know? Yeah, that's true, also. I I should say that Charlie, while maybe being the winner, you're saying Charlie's the winner of the boy trio. Of the boy trio. Okay. And it's mostly by elimination, because I think that Bill... Like, the writing the nympho on the boat, that is really messed up. That is really messed up. And then he, like... And it came from, like, a weird, like, Christian upbringing sort of back, you know? 
Right, right. And she's all into the sex, and he's all into the Jesus. It's Mm -hmm. just like, you you know, even if they're married, like, they're Catholic? Are they Catholic? What, what? Or are they, Uh, they're like a high Christianity, or whatever you call that. Yeah, I think they might be Catholic. So, like, he might have some ideas about, like, not wanting to use contraceptive contraceptives and stuff yeah that's true you know like we're just like you know without even thinking about it just says you know brushes off something that's actually important yeah he might want a lot of kids where she, because he was she at the end of the movie is still saying that she wants to be her own person and she probably wants to take over that pizzeria and mm-hmm. like you know she doesn't have time to be like a mom to like six kids or whatever yeah you exactly. know but yeah if he if she does marry bill then she's uh adding a lot of, like, responsibility onto her own shoulders in that right. way. Uh, so I guess uh, part of it is, like, the female characters all exhibit... Like, uh, Leona can do what she do because presumably she can't have children, you know, so she can run a really good pizza business. Uh-huh. And uh, JoJo getting married and um, presumably having a bunch of kids with Bill is going to uh, impede her from having the same kind of power that Leona... Well, I was going to say, so so all three of the female characters, they experience growth throughout this movie, right? Each of them, they have a setback, but they learn from it, and they come mm-hmm. out stronger on the other side. For the men, I think only one character actually fits that uh, that bill, mm-hmm. and that's Charlie. Like, yeah. <laughs> fits that bill. And that was a little bit of a confusing way of putting it. But, mm-hmm. no, Bill kind of just gets what he wants, basically. You know, he does that thing where he, like, cuts her off from sex, basically, yeah, until they he- get married, and it works. So, yeah. like, he's not, you know, he doesn't receive any sort of comeuppance except for, like, briefly getting his truck stolen, which... Yeah, the only compensation he has to, like, give is, like, uh, he has to uh, let JoJo be herself sometimes. Which... I guess is, like, the lesson like, that's that the he vaguest, you know, But, like, does he really That's, like, the that kind lesson? of agreement that Donald Trump gets when he goes over to North Korea, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, there's, like, no, there's no power to it. Yeah. They didn't even write it down. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, like, that should have been part of the vows. Mm-hmm. Like, and then meanwhile, and then on the other hand, you've got uh, Tim Travers, who is just like, you know, scumbag of all scumbags, yeah, basically. he might have lost the movie, actually. Yeah. And so I think Charlie is the only one who, like, kind of, he experiences a setback, mm-hmm. but he learns from it and kind of grows. Yeah, he, the only or thing it's he, implied that he does. The only thing he has going against him, Charlie, is uh, he really, really screws up at like towards the end of the movie, you know, so it's uh-huh. like it's like the last ten minutes of the well, movie. Yeah, but even then, like, he uh, comes back. He comes back at the wedding and he scoops the ice cream. Yeah, and he's, he immediately comes back and, and he immediately like, learns his mistake. Right. It's he, just that it's just unfortunate for him that his mistake came much later into the movie. Yeah. So he didn't have as much time to grow from it. So okay. So then, of the core three female characters, who do we think the winner is? Um, I'd say uh, not not so much Daisy because she's kind of making. Like, uh, not sacrifices, but compromises. Right. Her, her like, what is her lesson that she learned? You know, like, don't be quick to judge, basically. That, yeah, don't a, don't drop a guy the next day just because, you know, you think you know everything about him. It's a pretty minor lesson. Uh-huh. I mean, well, maybe it's an important lesson. So she her. learns that she, you know, can pick somebody up again and give them a second chance. Like, if, if you took this lesson that she learned out, the, the thing about, like, not rushing to conclusions or giving people second chances or whatever, would mm-hmm. she have just continued on in the way that she was? Or do you think this is a lesson that she would have learned eventually anyway? Um, well, this will probably be more of a long-term lesson for her if it doesn't work out. And, yeah. like, say, like... Because, you know, I could see Daisy and Charlie going out for the next two years. Sure, yeah. You know, and maybe, you know, if they're lucky, the next five years or something. 
Yeah. But uh, it'll be a much longer lesson for her, but, you know, it's it's going to be a good time. She's going to have a good time for the next two years. Now, JoJo's lesson, Charlie. I think, is a little bit bullshit, honestly, because mm-hmm. she, she basically learns to, like, acquiesce to, like, you know, her romantic partner's desires a little bit. Yeah. Like, like what else does she learn? Um, she learns that, yeah, she has to... Like, compromise? Forget her dreams, even though, like, she doesn't... She knows she has dreams, but she can't say what they are. Because uh-huh. remember that one scene where she's like, maybe I'll go to college, maybe I'll do what you do, maybe I'll do this. Well, that so, doesn't sound like she has actual dreams. Her, her real dream, you could say... Borrowing other be, people's dreams. Uh, taking over Mystic Pizza. Yeah. Which she... So... So maybe, yeah. I don't know. She's going to have to stay in the same neighborhood. She could do that, but yeah, she's just... Maybe it's about appreciating what she has mm-hmm. a little bit, because she has her relationship with Bill, and she yeah. has her relationship with Leona. Right. And, you know. She has her established character. She's just trying to jump out of it. Yeah. And she realizes at the end that if she stays in character, then she's going to be better off. Now, Kat, I think, has probably the most traumatic event of any of the girls to have. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, I was saying while we were watching the movie, like, I just kind of hope for Kat's character's sake that, like, this is the worst thing that ever happens to her. That she'll be like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it'll be like her 50th birthday and she'll be like, let me tell you about the worst thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> yeah. So the guy I was babysitting for took me up to an attic really late at night. <laughs> Knowing full well that his wife is going to come home the next day. Yeah. And my friend Jojo uh, did not help in any way, shape, or form. But I think that um, in some ways she had the longest to fall, but in some ways she also had the furthest to climb back up. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think that maybe I'm leaning towards Kat as being the female victor of this movie, of the, yeah. of the three, of the yeah. core trio. She's also younger, so she has a lot more time. Like, at least she learned this lesson early. Yeah. You know, before she went to college, she learned this real harsh lesson. And now she's going to go to college with this, you know, clearer conscience. Well, just a, look, I have, fuck, I have some idea of what the lesson is, but how would you word what this lesson is? Like, how would you sum it up? Uh, don't fuck your teachers. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. L- l- like, there's there's some people that you should fuck. Yeah. And then there's other people that are just off the table. Right. And, like, and it's not just because they're forbidden. You know, you shouldn't just be like... Ooh, I shouldn't be sleeping with like my employer. That's naughty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, there's like actual legitimate reasons to not do this stuff. Yeah, well, uh, well, here's the thing. You could say like, say, uh, Kat did have like a successful relationship with Tim Travers for like uh-huh. a couple of months, which she kind of did, mm-hmm. and uh, they did bone like at least once, right? Like, they boned once. I think that's implied. Yeah, it's implied that they boned once. What if she got like a job from that or something? What if she got pregnant from that? <laughs> what if she got pregnant from that? <laughs> but not even not even that. Like, what if she got a Do job? Do you think he had, like, rubbers with him? Mm, yeah, but that's creepy if he did, too. Yeah, but I mean, which is worse. Yeah, which is worse. Yeah. But uh, uh, here's what I'm saying. What if Cat uh, ended up getting a job because of Tim Travers, and two years later she's, like, stuck in that job and hates it and thinks back and, you know, how did I get this job in the first place? Oh, I fucked Tim Travers. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, like that could that could be worse for her mind later on. So for the female division, I think Kat is probably the winner. Mm-hmm. Male division, it's Charlie Windsor. Right. And overall, overall Leona. It's Leona, played by Conchetta Farrell, who was uh, 45 years old uh, when she filmed Mystic Pizza. Really? Do you think her character is supposed to be 45? Yeah, I could That's say about 45. That's like when you're starting to act a little motherly towards like other girls. That's that what I'm know. planning on acting motherly towards yeah, girls. Yeah, like yeah when you're 45. Yeah. Got, you know, 15 years. 
So, uh... Your take. All right, well, uh... Yeah, uh, so, Conchetta Farrell, she was born in 43. She was 45 years old when she filmed Mystic Pizza. She was 75 now. Okay, that's Would you like old. to know the ages of the other yes. cast members now? Yes, 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 uh, yes. D'Onofrio now is 58 in 2018. Okay, all right. Uh, Lily Taylor is 51 now. That all checks out. Good, good. Julia Roberts is 50. 50, that's weird. Annabeth Gish is 47. Uh-huh. And I did not look up the other two men. So their ages were pretty spot on in terms of like how much older they were than each other and stuff. Yeah. Because you got the impression that Daisy was the eldest, but not by much. Mm-hmm. That JoJo is only slightly younger than her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, Kat is the youngest. Yeah. By a few years. All pretty appropriately aged. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, any closing thoughts? Uh, I think that we should write Mystic Pizza 2. Yeah. I agree. Um, let's talk about the podcast a little bit and just, like, what that's meant to us. This is, like, yeah, incredible. Yeah, well, we should write Mystic Pizza 2 for our next podcast. Yeah, well, I just mean, like, we finished it, man. Yeah, we finished it, man. Did you think we were going to do it? Yeah, I thought we were going to do it. I guess I did, too, but it's still crazy to think about. Like, there's, like, a, over a hundred episodes of the movie Mystic Pizza behind us. Yeah, this Frankly, took, like, uh, this I was, don't uh, think the movie Mystic Pizza really calls for over a hundred episodes. Mm, sure it does. Yeah, but whatever, it's done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, if people want to look back and see if somebody did something like this to the movie Mystic Pizza, they now can. Yeah. I hope that people will be discovering this for, like, years to come. They very well could be. <laughs> what if the movie Mystic Pizza just completely falls off the map, culturally speaking? But, like, like, as soon as, soon as like, Julia Roberts uh, retires, just everybody forgets about this movie? Yeah. But there's, you know, at the end, uh, one little glimmer of hope, and it, it might be our show. Who knows? Or uh, maybe uh, people will pick up this show like sixty years from now and be like, "What the hell happened here? <laughs> what was going on in 2018?" <laughs> yeah, check out this weird ass show. Yeah, I think it's going to be weird going back to old podcasts and stuff. I think it'll be also just completely unlistenable to mm-hmm. like old podcasts, like oh, even yeah. good ones. Yeah, which unless unless all data is lost at some point and you only have like a few things left. God, I to, hope like, so. Piece together like yeah. what happened in this period, like. You're not going to comb through uh, millions and millions of hours of, like, random-ass podcasts. Yeah, probably You're going not. to, you know... I wonder how many, like, hours of podcasts go up a day. Oh, Jesus. It must be thousands, maybe tens of thousands. Yeah. You think there's more podcasts than porn? Probably no, not. No, no. Because I, I think, I believe I saw that, like, an entire third of the internet is porn. Yeah. So, like... Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know, and also, like, I think cat pictures account for, like, 8% of the entire internet also. So, porn's at the top, then cat pictures, then podcasts? Maybe. Yeah. Welcome to the abyss, people. (laughs) Welcome to Marwin. Welcome to Marwin. All right, well, uh, it's been a real pleasure doing this show with you, Winsor. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Let's, uh, let's shake on it. Call this baby a, uh... A success. A dead baby? Yeah. A successful dead baby. A successful dead baby. Like... Yeah, I think that's it. Alright, guys. Well, thanks for joining us this entire way. Thanks to Bungler for the music. Thanks to Steve for the editing. And the driving. And, you know, the occasional guesting. Thanks to our guests. Thanks to our guests. Especially, like, our recurring ones. You guys were, like, the all-stars of this show. Yeah, we're all going to party with you soon. Don't worry. Yeah, we got to come up with a new date. The uh, July 9th that I mentioned on a previous episode, I think that's a little too soon. Because uh, I didn't get started on that, so mm-hmm. uh, you know, Sorry check the lobster the, uh, emporium. 
Sorry to the other uh, minute by minute uh, podcasters for not having the chance to be on Mystic Pizza Minute. If you well, want we to. had our own thing. Yeah, we had our own thing going, and we were not all that technical when it comes to like mics and headsets and shit like that. So yeah, we will be on uh, Clerks Two Minute pretty soon, right? Yeah, both of us. Yeah, so check us out on Clerks Two Minute. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I think that's gonna just about do it. Uh, should we end with a song? Nope. Bye, everybody.